Do you have a show or a YouTube channel, podcast, or relevant product that you want to promote at the top of the Elseworlds Exchange? Well, now's your chance, man. For 50 bucks, you'll get a month's worth of plugs at the audio version right here of the Elseworlds Exchange. Right at the top of the show, first thing they'll hear, now it'll probably still be my voice, but you'll write up a short one-minute plug, we'll record it, and toss it at the front of the show. Or, alternatively, for 20 bucks, you can get a month's worth of plugs at the end of the show. Right after you hear us sign off, same deal, one-minute scripted plug for your stuff. How do you take advantage of this incredible opportunity? Just go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top, and fill everything out, and we'll work it out through PayPal. By the way, we do reserve the right to reject or accept based on our own personal taste. I'm not going to plug your Nazi podcast, man. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry about that. But you're not going to do it anyway. So go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top of the page, fill everything out, and we'll work it out. Worth it. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. Today, we're going to talk about What If Comics. Uh, we're not going to talk about Elseworlds books, even though that is our namesake. Uh, that's going to be relegated to a whole separate episode. Where we talk. Did we do that yet? We've, we've no, I don't. I, I think that's one of our in case of emergency break glass and do an Elseworld on Elseworlds. Exactly. So we will do an Elseworlds exchange on the Elseworlds titles, but it's really different uh, from, you know, I, I've always likened the Elseworlds to being like DC's what if. But it's, mm. not, it's not entirely accurate because. No. While uh, Elseworlds are more like evergreen what if batman were green lantern what if batman were superman what if superman were batman mm -hmm. what if superman grew up in the 1800s uh that kind of like big idea what if was more like what if in issue 604 this one thing that we all know happened or maybe you didn't because you don't read all the comics ever uh that thing that happened didn't happen they're very particular, aren't they? And as I went back through my own long boxes and looking through it online, I'm like, Jesus Christ, some of these are ridiculously specific. Like, what if the Avengers fought in the Kree Skull War, but without Rick Jones? Right, which, like, is basically the same thing, except that he was a weird plot device. Yep. You know, like, what if uh, Captain America were revived today? And by today, of course, we mean 1992. You know, that kind of mm. thing. It's ridiculous. Uh, That's really funny. What if Captain America was resurrected today? Feels like they do that every 10 years. They'll retell his origin and move the clock up. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember just one of my gripes with Civil War One from Miller was just like people being like, Captain America, it's not 1945 anymore. And I'm like, motherfucker's <laughs> been alive for 20 years. Like He's been awake mm -hmm. for 20 years. Like He knows how to use a cell phone. It's, it's funny, too, and I'm sure you recognize this, too, because I tried to do a whole little side thing here. I'm like, ooh, what are some what-ifs I'd like to see? Many of them have A, already happened, or B, happened in different side universes, like the Ultimate Universe or the Spider-Gwen universe. Right, right. That's true. Um, but I have noticed that what-if books over time have morphed into the Elseworlds model, mm. where it went from, like, what if this one specific thing didn't happen in this one very particular episode or issue? Uh, instead, it was, what if Spider-Man was Punisher? What if Spider-Man yeah. was Captain America? What if Spider-Man, <laughs> insert reason to use Spider-Man, because he's the what-if equivalent of the Elseworlds Batman? He really is. He gets around that Peter Parker, doesn't he? First friggin' issue, what if, is what if Spider-Man were on the Fantastic Four? The yep. answer to that question is he, they changed the number to five. <laughs> uh, Kyle McCurdy in the super chat says hi, hello, uh, Mr. Roboto is Canada the New Jersey Elseworlds? Kinda, like what if New Jersey was a country? In and, a lot of ways. 
Yeah, and everybody was like more friendly, <laughs> kind of, because um, we we both could produce really funny people. Um, it's true. Who, who are trying to like outgrow our like our our origins, our humble origins. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, so we're just gonna talk about a couple of our favorites, a couple of like key what if books, and then maybe pitch a few of our own. Yeah, and this is this is all inspired by the fact that Marvel, for no reason whatsoever, decided to roll out with like the new what ifs they're going to put out in yep. October. Yep, just kind of apropos of nothing. But you know what? I like stuff like that, just out of the blue. Like, hey, bet you weren't expecting this, but here you go. Agreed, Mod King Mopey. What if we resold old stories no one read? Yeah, uh, exactly. So, what indeed? Uh, what was it? They're they're releasing some books coming out. What if Spider Man were Punisher? What mm-hmm. if uh, Flash Thompson were Spider-Man? What if, Excited for that one. Yeah, what if Magic were Sorcerer Supreme, I guess? Yeah, which almost came close to happening, I think, in the Bendis years or a little after. Magic was like his apprentice. Yeah. Uh, and what if uh, Ghost Rider? I don't know what the hell the thing is. No, I don't know who that's supposed to be either. It's someone with a guitar. Who who plays guitar? I don't know. It's obvious. I mean, it's obviously the Robbie Ray is like Ghost Rider, which means that, it, like, I guess... Eli Morrow's evil spirit will inhabit somebody else or something. <laughs> Who so, took guitar lessons. So if you keep, like, letting Jason Aaron tell Ghost Rider stories, then, like, no one will ever know the true origin of Robbie Ray. <laughs> no, it's true. And somewhere poor Felipe Smith is pulling out his fucking hair somewhere. Yeah. Uh, oh, and by the way, before we forget, also, um, the Terror of Death, I prefer What If over Elseworlds. Um, fair enough. Mm. Uh, I I don't. I find that... You know, it's easier to make a list of favorite what if books because there's so many what if books. There really so are. So many of them are goddamn terrible. <laughs> and yet they're short, though. At least what ifs always stay short, where Elseworlds sometimes go a little longer. Yeah, they're forgivably uh, brief. And it's mostly because they explore the concept and then they go, oh crap, that there's nowhere for this to go. And yes, we're done. Yeah. Uh, Comic Goblin, it's four. It's too damn early o'clock for you, but you guys make it easier to get up in the morning. Have a great day, fellas. You too. Mm. Sorry you have to get up so early. That blows. Indeed. Uh, Mod King Moby, what if Dazzler founded the Avengers in the 80s? Uh, That'd that'd be be funny. Uh, I don't know how she would even get their phone number, but uh, (laughs) she'd be like, hi, Avengers. And in the 80s, they'd be like, hello, what do you want? She's like, I'm Dazzler. And they're like, we know. She's like, I've got dazzle powers. I can turn sound into magic. <laughs> Not quite comic book, girl, comic book girl 19 is my favorite fan. Yeah, really. Oh, well, in that case, even though she wouldn't be born yet in the 80s. <laughs> no, she was. So, uh, oh, she, I don't know how old she is. <laughs> older than she acts. So oh. the, uh, what was it? Favorite what if books. Oh, before we jump into them, I also wanted to say, what if Flash Thompson were Spider-Man? By the way, they did it already. Yeah, I'm sure they have they a, a lot of these. They did it already in a big bad way too. Uh, it was, I think, it was called "What If." Uh, oh, crap! Oh, Tiffany says she likes my haircut. Thank you very much, Tiffany. I got a haircut today. I noticed, and you got a new set behind you too. I did. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, it's Night of the Improv here on Elseworlds Exchange. <laughs> you beat me to it. I was gonna say live <laughs> from the '90s comedy club. It's. Comic Pop Live, a piece of toast. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, Sal and Piece of Toast really don't like each other backstage. Completely different people. Apparently we have some demons. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was called something like, what if Peter Parker had to destroy Spider-Man? And basically the, and, and I, I want to toss it out there because I know a lot of people are going to buy that. What if Flash Thompson was Spider-Man story? And it's yeah. like, so I want to see what the parallels are. But in that one, Flash Thompson is like shows up. 
because Peter Parker is adjacent to a chick that Flash Thompson is like seeing on the side at the science exhibit. Obviously. And so the spider, like, he pushes Peter out of the way and he gets bit by the spider. He gets spider powers, but because he's still like an adolescent douche nozzle, he is telling the. Uh, he, he uses his like newfound powers to bully Peter into like helping him become Spider-Man. <laughs> hey nerd, make me a superhero nerd. Yeah, so like Peter makes him the spider suit and like Peter is his like lackey and uh, and and Flash is basically like a performer and then he becomes like a douche. He's really <laughs> aggressive. And then Peter decides, like, he's had enough, and so he decides he's going to try and, like, defeat him. And so Peter uses his own intelligence to build, like, kind of like an, a Doc Ock, like, eight-arm suit. And he, because, right. oh, Flash Thompson thinks that Spider-Man is a silly name, so he goes by the Spider. Of course. So when Peter decides to make his, like, his, like, there was a Spider-Man, like, sidekick character who was, like, this fat, over, like, like nerdy, like, fanboy type person who had like a spider suit and it's basically that but for Peter Parker and so uh, Peter builds this dons the name Spider-Man but he's just Peter Parker in a cool like mech suit right and he uses it to fight Flash Thompson and then he defeats him and uh, Reed Richards develops a serum that takes away Flash Thompson's spider power <laughs> and reverse engineers it and then says, oh, I actually can give you his spider powers if you want them. And Peter Parker's like, no thanks, pours it down the drain and says, like, I'm a better Spider-Man than, like, he ever was. <laughs> and so, like, and the Daily Bugle likes him because he doesn't wear a mask and he's just, like, like huh. home, like, like local boy, makes good, you know, builds a cool suit, fights evil, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and shows his face. And it, it's, and then it shows, like, a kind of, like, menagerie of images of, like, this maskless Spider-Man defeating, like, all his rogues but using his, like, technology and brain. <laughs> It's really weird. Sounds weird, but also kind of cool. Yeah, and you're like, well, he wouldn't have been invited to go to the Secret Wars, and so he wouldn't have gotten the Venom symbiote, but I see Venom's in here, so whatever. So uh, I guess that happened anyway. Yeah, well, when you really start to think of the ripple effect of some of these. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. There's a there's a great one from, I think, the 70s. Maybe it was the early 80s, um, which was, what if Spider-Man's clone had survived? Yes, I remember that which one. Which is like... <laughs> Hilarious when I picked it up when the clone saga was happening. In retrospect, now, oh yeah, what if he lived? What if he never went away? Yeah, and I liked it. It was actually because what if as a title? First, I guess we should talk about what if as a title really quick. Um, for me, I don't know this for a fact, so I'm not going to say this was exactly what happened. But I want to say that what if was basically a testing ground for new writers. Oh yeah, and new artists where they were I like. We want to see if you can make a monthly book, but we also don't want to give you more than one book, and we don't want you to screw up a title that actually like matters. So draw this who gives a shit story that doesn't <laughs> matter and has no continuity, um, but it also involves a few key characters, so we can see if you can consistently draw, you know, Spider-Man or any number of like human-looking characters, and uh, and also if you can craft a decent story. I mean, right. that's how, I mean, Dan Slott made his bones. He wrote, uh, what if Dr. Doom became Sorcerer Supreme? And yes. it's not bad. It's actually kind of fun. And it's it's a little better than most of the really terrible ones, <laughs> uh, which are which are numerous and plenty uh, full. 
But uh, yeah, but what if was a title that also refused to die? Started out in the 70s, it was a neat idea, and they just like volume one, volume two, volume three. Then when like Civil War comes around, they start doing all those one shots, and now they're resurrecting the one shots again, making all yeah. kinds of what if books. Um, and that was, I think, the beginning. When they started doing the one shots, they were like, I guess we can do like more more broad titles. And they, stro- they dropped the whole, like, what if this very specific thing happened in this one specific story from 20 years ago? It was more like, what if Annihilation? What if Civil War? Yeah, for all the big events. Yeah, what if Siege? Uh, and some of them are really cool, and some of them are more in line with what I remember what if to be. Mm, I think I remember, was it like the last what if they did? What if Avengers versus X-Men? What if uh, Magneto actually started acting competently in the beginning and killed most of them at the beginning of the fight? Exactly. Which, I mean, you know, like if you ever want to see your favorite characters die in horrific ways, like usually there's a what if that will give you that that satisfaction. Um, yeah, Tommy Adi wrote that one, if I do recall. Yeah, no, when What If became cachet or when it was like, like uh, not a regularly monthly title, real writers were like, I want to do one. Yeah. In fact, Bendis has written a number of What If titles about his own books or about mm-hmm. other people's books. Um, what If Karen Page Lived is written by Brian Michael Bendis and it fucks with the Kevin Smith story, but it also massages his own ego because they dropped the because what if books are great because okay it was always per it was it, it had been for a very long time book ended by the watcher the watcher shows up and he says hello i'm the chronicler of everything it's how i even knew who the watcher was it took me a long time before i got to like the coming of galactus and stuff so my introduction to Watu, the Earth's Watcher, was this this bald sometimes really fat old man or sometimes <laughs> thin baby-headed dude yep and the, so the watcher would show up. And he's like, "I'm I'm the chronicler. I'm doomed only to watch. But sometimes, I, like, I pay attention to like what might have happened instead of what actually happened. And here's one of those stories. Do you think he'll be back for these new what ifs, or do you think they'll get the unseen make him do that? I think I think someone will do an unseen reference. But like when they started to make them, when they started to put high profile creators on the books, they dropped the watcher and they basically mm. just turned them into like in the what if Karen Page lived? It's just Bendis sitting at a bar being like, but what if Karen it's just a very like <laughs> tongue-in-cheek Grant Morrisonian fourth wall breaking the authors in the story kind of thing and it's like right. it doesn't quite work but it also is funny because it betrays Bendis's writing style because the running commentary throughout the book is this narration that is normally done by the protagonist which is usually Daredevil or Jessica Jones or Luke yeah, Cage yeah. or Iron Man they all sound exactly the same and they're all just Bendis <laughs> also, I think What If Karen Page Lived is like 18 pages or something. It's like the shortest Bendis book ever. <laughs> but he also did another one, What If uh, Jessica Jones, and in, yes. or, or What If Alias. And then that one, uh, basically, after the Avengers like beat the tar out of her uh, for being controlled by Purple Man and attacking them, uh, in the original continuity, she tells them to screw themselves. But in this continuity... She says, like, okay, I'm gonna like I'm gonna forgive you. I'm gonna like Oh, and her life is a hundred times better, it's, isn't it? Oh, she ends up like noticing that Wanda's freaking out like in Avengers Mansion, so she like because t- she's the shield liaison. They basically mm. say, We have no oversight. We want you to be in charge of like taking care of like or keeping us grounded and watching our backs. So like she's at Avengers Mansion, like just you know, checking boxes and she sees Wanda in a room like talking to inv- invisible babies and she's like, <laughs> Wanda's freaking out everybody. Somebody maybe get on this. And so they immediately da- deal with her. So like House of Them never happens. 
and like she and Cap start like talking to each other, and ultimately like she and Cap bang, and then they get married, and then she <laughs> just ends up happier than she's ever been, and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> how depressing. There, but for the grace, go you, Jess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really quick, I want to address the Super Chats. Uh, Mr. Giggles, hey guys, hi Tiff, Tiffany was in the chat before. Coke Zero all day, every day, indeed. Uh, Mr. Uh, Comic Goblin, I would really love to see a what if the Ultimate Universe destroyed mm. Earth-616 in the incursion. Ah. And the Ultimate Universe continue with the weight of that. I love that idea. Um, Pat, Feels like something uh, Bendis would have written if he stayed. <laughs> I feel like it's definitely got to be in a drawer somewhere. Uh, Pad Parsha, sorry about that. Uh, my favorite is Marvel Team Up number 137, What If Aunt May and Franklin Richards versus Galactus. It's a great joke. One of my favorites is What If No One Was Watching The Watcher? And it's like <laughs> a, just a bunch of like stupid editorial jokes, just tossing out these like really, really dumb jokes. That I, I like around. when they get inside baseball. Yeah. Uh, Tony Elizondo, What If The Inhumans Were Cool? Again, great book. I think if anyone was going to write it, it would probably be Charles Soule. Mm. Um, DM zero zero. What uh, are there some what ifs that came into continuity? That's a great yes, question. Yes, a whole bunch. What's what kinds? Uh, one I was working on. I thought I was so smart for coming up with this, only to find out that it actually kind of happened. Uh, what if uh, the Punisher's family was never killed? Again, that happened in the Gwenpool universe. He became a cop, and then they kind of recycled that too for the Ultimate Universe, yeah. where he became a cop again to fight crime. Yeah. Um, and, and in that regard, I feel like that's kind of more like following the natural progression of the character, or at least people's mm. understanding of him, as opposed to somebody who like read that book and went like, I'm going to do the what if and make it happen. I feel like the, what, the, the nature of what if lends itself to repetition and like accidental uh, copying. You know, it's not like they had that idea or they stole that idea. It's more like, oh, as it turns out, like this is, you know, this, this is where you would go with this idea. They also did an X-Men one that I quite enjoyed that kind of ended up happening. But in a weird way, it's like, what if Professor X and Kane Marco switched places? So what if Professor X became the Juggernaut yeah. and Juggernaut became nothing? Mm -hmm. So basically he became Onslaught years before Onslaught was yeah, a thing. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. And then, in fact, Juggernaut losing the Crystal of Ciderac is part of Onslaught's development. Yeah. Like, Professor X pulls it out of his chest. It's actually, mm -hmm. like, kind of pro uh, prophetic. Uh, prophetic, yeah. Um, the Terror of Death. Uh, do not talk about the uh, Brian Michael Bendis. I'm still pissed at him. Yep, <laughs> Superman is hot garbage. Uh, and Mr. Roboto, what if the Fantastic Four became Galactus's Herald? I like that idea. I don't That's know if I've solid. ever seen that one. Uh, if it exists, I'll have to read it. If it doesn't, that would be cool to see. You feel like it had to have. Like, I had another one I wanted to pitch. What if... What if Daredevil left New York with Stick in the Frank Miller story like he was supposed to, join the chase, destroyed the hand? Like, did that happen? I feel like that has to have had to have been no, a one No, I don't think that's a book. Okay, that's my pitch then. That's I own that one. That's a great one. That's a great pitch. Uh, of course, we all know what Tevia Smolka's favorite what-if issue is. It's the debut of May Mayday Parker. My favorite what-if is Spider-Girl. Uh, yeah, that was another one that, like, became real in as much as uh, what-if... The Tom DeFalco is like, what if uh, we actually got a chance to actually tell the story about like her having about Pete and Mary Jane having the kid, and it wound up becoming like such a sensation and such a like obviously developed idea that they spun it into its own whole imprint, mm -hmm. AMC two universe. Oh yeah, just kind of unprecedented, and it's never it, like the last time it happened was Spider Gwen it was just yeah. hey, what if this neat idea, and then they turn it into spun it into a whole other universe. 
Um, yeah, it was filled with a lot of interesting what ifs. What if Daredevil had become the kingpin and stayed that way? What if Ben Grimm never went to space and became a cop? Yeah, exactly. Uh, by the way, uh, I was rereading an amalgam book called Assassins, where it's Slade Murdoch and mm. Selena, who it gives a shit. And. <laughs> They were fighting against a combination of the Riddler and the Kingpin. Big question, right? Big question. It's got to be the worst idea. But then again, that's just the kind of eloquence I come to expect from D.G. Chichester. Uh, but I was just, I was so funny. I was reading that and I'm like, God damn it. But it, your talk of Kingpin reminded me of the big question. The and how big we, question. I don't even know what the hell. The big question is, what the hell, God? <laughs> <laughs> and I bet he felt so clever writing that, the right? big question. Actually, no, you know what What got me into it was actually I was going through some old wizards and I found an interview about Amalgam from Chichester talking about, or no, somebody else talking about the big question, talking about what a, how, what a crappy idea that was. <laughs> but that like there was practically no oversight, so we could just do whatever. Um, Pad Parja, sorry, uh, my pitch, what if Iron Man got a new symbiote? Or a new symbiote? Like, what if Iron Man got a symbiote? Right, which they cool. kind of did in Infamous Iron Man because his suit was made of symbiote, like, jeans as well, so it was alive and could come onto him and stuff, so they basically did that. Yeah, and if they ever did it again, like, as a what-if book, it'd be cool because the Iron Man and Secret Wars was Jim Rhodes. So you get a cool, you get a cool, yes, cool Jim right. Rhodes story out of the deal. Absolutely. Uh, and the terror of death, what if Vulcan stayed on Earth instead of going into space? He probably would have annoyed readers there, too. <laughs> no matter where he went. A disappointment. Uh, another idea that they played with and eventually did more than once, I'm pretty sure, what if Hulk was always as smart as Banner? Right. Um, yeah. The, the Hulk lends himself to a lot of what ifs because usually the only scenario you can end, you could have ended the Hulk with was, what if he's not the Hulk anymore? What if he's always the Hulk? What if someone else was the Hulk? Well, later on, it was like, well, what if somebody else was the Hulk? Um, but there are a ton of Hulk what if books. The one that stands out to me was this weird period when what if was just unofficially dis determined to be a horror series. Oh. They just went, it, and then they called it like, what if the dark corner of the Marvel Universe? It's really like an <laughs> underscore that says something like that. But it was so weird where it's like, what the crap are you doing? And there's one where it's Spider-Man, basically that his, him getting bit by the spider turns him into, like, slowly over time he starts to morph into a horrible spider monster. Oh, like the fly, and like he starts killing people. Fly. And then like And his, it's really creepy. I think I read that one. It's great. And then his wife just, his wife Gwen Stacy just has to murder him or something. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, and then there's, but there's a, there's a Hulk one where it's like, what if the Hulk was... The idea is basically that, like, the Gamma Bomb takes his sensitive, tortured, abused self and turns that into a kind of, like, mm. energy being who is, like, a manifestation of his, of his insecurities. But, like, the rage monster is Bruce Banner. So, like, oh. he is a super abusive douchebag who gaslights Betty and just makes her into, like, a, an abused shut-in. And so he becomes his own father. Yes. And the story ends with a really like dark note that says this story deals with domestic abuse and domestic abuse is a very real and dangerous thing. And if you know anyone with it, call this phone number. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell Jeez. just happened? I wanted to read a Hulk book. But that being said, I was really like, I, I'm thinking back on now. I'm like, that's really cool um, that they did that. 
but yeah, th- there was a weird period or a re- weird chapter in What If History, like where they were like, if we're gonna do a What If, it has to go dark. It always has to be that it has, it has a down ending and it has to be like misery incarnate. Uh, yeah, they eventually walked walked that back a little bit over time. Um, Tales from Ireland Z. What if Stanley became a best-selling author? Ooh, the world would be very different and probably not as cool. Yeah, if he had become like the children's author he pretended to be before he before comics became a thing. Uh, Keenan Meyer. What if Tom King Batman was good? <laughs> what a world that would be. Mind Freak Five Five Five. Jane Foster Thor came from What If and Agents of Atlas from. What if the Avengers were formed in the 50s? Yeah, there was also, there was literally a what if book called What If Jane Foster Were Thor? Crazy, right? Yeah, and it's basically just a blonde Thor, I'm like, or a blonde female Thor. I'm like, yep. Uh, Matt Young, what if the comic book crew had the powers of the Fantastic Four? Ooh, who this, get, we wouldn't be superheroes. Who, who gets what power is the real question. Right? I feel like Ethan would be Mr. Fantastic. Uh, ben would be the, uh, the Human Torch. Tiffany would be uh, the Invisible Woman, and I'd be the Thing. Um, but I'd want to mix it up a little bit, so you know, let us know in the comments down below who the who, who should have which power. Um, I, I always I, I resent the idea of making Tiffany Invisible Woman because I always make fun of the Invisible Woman as like I know you think about that that horrible '90s theme song for the oh, anime show where it's like Reed Richards is elastic, and then like Sue the line for Sue is Sue can fade from sight. Boy, does she. Which is just like, Sue can go away. Get like, out of here, Sue. Yeah, g- Sue can make some sandwiches. Oh, <laughs> like, just depressing. So I don't P- want to, like, pl- relegate plus to you're n- And plus you're not a hack writer, so you don't want to make Tiff the Invisible Woman just because she's the girl one. Exactly. Uh, but I also think, like, she's kind of like the unsung hero of the team, so she kind of is the Invisible Woman. Which is what Sue is supposed to be. Right. Uh, Will I Am Golden, what if the Super Soldier Serum turned Steve into the Hulk? That'd be dope. Mm-mm. Never seen that. Uh, There's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, what ifs with the super soldier serum and who gets it or who joined Weapon X or who could have. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Terror of Death. Wasn't Spider-Verse a collection of what if stories? Uh, yeah, kind of. When you break yeah. it down, they were alternate universes, but they might as well have been. Exactly. Yeah. Into the Spider-Verse or whatever the hell it was called, like uh, the the title that debuted Spider-Gwen and stuff. Mm. It, it was very much that. I mean, the, the what if books are basically just multiversity but yeah. with no but with no characters in them and then i remember like when exiles came out i'm like sweet we're gonna go to all the what if books and they just started making up their own i'm like come use a couple of these you might as well right i mean uh spider-verse did however pluck a few of those characters from the what if books for instance the uh it was kind of like a recent one from i think 10 years ago the spider-man versus wolverine story they did oh that yes one. that's right and spider-man basically became like an assassin and he got this cool, like, assassin's Spider-Man suit. Um, and that one shows up. I think he gets killed. By he does. The they, they kill a couple. There's also the news strip Spider-Man, which might as well be a what if. What if Spider-Man was a news strip and he gets killed? Totally. Uh, and Mr. Roboto saying, what if Aunt May, Herald of Galactus, and Spe- uh, second Spider-Man? Yeah. Mm. Now we mentioned her. And God damn it. What a weird, what a weird and silly world comics are sure is it's funny one i'm surprised they never tried to pitch probably because they were trying to distance themselves from the story by the time it was all over although i think they did do like a parody version of it yeah and it would be like you know what if what if secret empire never ended what if it kept going and in fact as far as we could tell from leaks they actually wanted to keep pushing it a little longer i i feel like they should have i mean like secret invasion ended way too soon 
and just put everything back to the way that like they wanted them to. They it did usher Dark Rain, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. But I kind of really wish they had like pushed it a little more. Like all those teasers about like get used to Skrulls being here and like kind of like changing the whole world and making an alienation kind of story. Way more mm. interesting than not doing it. Yeah. And I think I would have had more respect for them if Secret Empire just kept going. But it was so accelerated. I, I don't know if I was a big fan. It was. Yeah. So, you got that. Um, yeah. But there were a lot of those. Uh, Dark Rain had a what if. Uh, Siege had a what if. There's a t- there's a ton of like recent what ifs where you're like, whoa. Like, I mean, uh, what was it? I was thinking about one recently where it was, oh, what if what if uh, Spider Man had not married Mary Jane? Like, mm. yeah, well, we saw that one. Uh, <laughs> We've been living it for a what decade. What if Jean Grey didn't die? Ah, uh, yes. What if Jean Grey actually did die? Is the real question. For <laughs> and stayed dead for a long period of time. Yeah. Um. Uh, what was it? Preston Bryant. I love that Assassin Spider-Man suit. I agree. It's really I think nice. He's in one of the Spider books, like one of the one of the Spider Geddon books. But I was like, and, and he died, so I don't think he should be. But I, I thought I saw it somewhere. I hope that suit shows up in the video game. Yeah. Oh, every Spider-Man suit ever should be in every video. Like should be in the video game. And they'll charge it to you for a buck ninety-nine. Yeah. Uh, Terror of Death. Secret Invasion should have could have fixed Hank Bim. I've always submitted it should have. You could literally just been like. It was a scroll the whole time. There's nothing you did with Hank Pym that you couldn't just roll back by being like, he was a scroll since, like, w- the Wasp was just, yeah. or not the Wasp, but Yellow Jacket was just Hank Pym being a sleeper scroll who was freaking out. <laughs> did they ever do a what if Hank didn't hit his wife story? No, and they really should have. If they did, it was like incidental. You know, like, what if something else happened and it had a ripple effect? But like, they really should do that. Or at the very least, like, they should reveal that he really was a scroll the whole time. Just fix or it. Or something. Just end it. Uh, Nathan Berg helping us out in the super chat. Thank you very much. Um, what was it? I was thinking about a couple other ones that, like, I remember being introduced to Marvel events as a result of What If. You know, like stories that I'd never heard of or never would have been able to collect because back when they came out, they didn't have them in any collection. You'd have to go back and find them in, in back issues bins. Uh, I've referenced yeah. this a number of times. Uh, from 91's what if uh, uh, Marvel superheroes lost Atlantis attacks mm. and I'm like first of all what's Atlantis attacks and then it's like oh well everyone becomes serpent people and like Spider-Man <laughs> is cruelly murdered by Grey Hulk and stuff and, I'm, and then everyone is just devoured by serpents and they take over and you're like what the crap even happened I didn't realize there was that much that the stakes were this big and then it's like yeah no they were and you know why they were that big because Jim Valentino creator of Shadowhawk wrote that freaking story <laughs> yeah he did uh, what was it uh, uh, Paparadosh Chad had a good pitch there what if Superior oh good I was gonna say uh, Chad had a good one there got me thinking what if Superior Spider-Man never stopped what if Ock just stayed in the body that's like a that's like a no brainer I'm shocked that that isn't a thing because you figure the only reason he quit was so they could save Anne Marie. Anne Marie would die, but he would stay in the body. Right, exactly. It was like when uh, when they did. <laughs> I was just thinking about the uh, when I mentioned earlier the what if Karen Page had lived, like what if uh, Bullseye didn't kill her. Uh, basically, Daredevil just kills the Kingpin because he's the one who sold Mysterio the information uh, about his t- secret identity. Yeah. And then he so then Matt Murdock gets arrested. And his identity is revealed, and then Karen Page dies of a drug overdose. Oh. So you're like, the answer is she still would have, but just different. And it's like, fuck you, Bendis. <laughs> the answer is everyone would have been sad. Yeah. Uh, still, uh, 
Pap, uh, Pad Pardasha says, "What if Spider-Man comics, uh, Spider-Man and comics aged in real time?" Ooh. They did. A, I think it was one of the last "What If" books in chronology. They did like "What If" the Next Generation, and it was about like what if nobody came home from Secret Wars. Oh. And so, like, all the Marvel superheroes basically just paired off, had kids. Those kids are raised <laughs> on Battleworld, and some, most of them die. And it's basically, it was the inspiration for that uh, Avengers Next, or Next Avengers uh, <clears throat> animated movie. Um, but, yeah, like, those characters aged, and it made sense. I'd love to see that. Uh, Speaking of outside-the-box pitches, here's one that just came to me right now. What if the actors from the MCU movies woke up tomorrow and had the powers of their characters? Like, mm. what if Chris Evans was actually had Super Soldier Serum and Robert Downey Jr. actually had a working set of Iron Man armor? I'd like to see them consult the people. Like, because, you know, Chris Hemsworth or Chris Chris Evans has a, like, serious, like, social anxiety or whatever. Yeah. I could imagine him being like, oh, no, I have to be Captain America for real now. It's already a crippling responsibility to, like, visit children's wards of hospitals that's mm-hmm. Captain America and like trying to make them feel good even though they're dying like to actually tr- be responsible for trying to save people being Captain America it would be terrifying it'd be a little much but it might be fun to see him, uh, Chris Hemsworth be like alright I'm fine with this yeah I'm not gonna do a voice though I'm gonna still be Australian <laughs> yeah I'm gonna still be Australian nah th- Thor's Australian here yeah. y'all gotta deal with it yeah Aaron Inatelli says what if Marvel editorial didn't fuck Spider-Man agreed uh they did one, uh, it was kind of like a what-if book called, like, 101 Re- Ways to End the Clone Saga. Ah, yes. And that one was kind of like a bunch of what-ifs about, like, editorial being in the way of Spider-Man, so we're almost there. And Willow, I am golden. What if Uncle Ben was a founding member of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I love that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see, like, most of my what-if pitches are basically just like, what if they didn't take this really good idea and then just stop doing it? What if they kept it going? Like, Spider-Man living in Avengers Tower with Aunt May, who knows who he is, cohabitating with Captain America, there should have been a lot more Steve Rogers-Aunt May interactions. Yeah. And it was sorely lacking. And I remember, like, when they announced that Spider-Man was going to move into the Avengers Mansion, I emailed Joe Quesada, and I was like, "Does this, like, this means that Aunt May and uh, Steve Rogers are going to, like, actually talk and get to know each <laughs> other. And he said something like, uh, I think you see where we're going with this. <laughs> and I was like, this is great! And then they never really went that far with it. They went enough, oh. they did it a little bit, but not enough. It's like, what if they actually pursued the ideas that they that, that were so good that it was worth doing? Um, Mr. Roboto, what if Wonder Man was the last official Avenger? I like the implication of that, where it's like, you know, like there are no more Avengers, or we don't take any more members, or Wonder Man's the founder. There's a lot of de- neat, neat ideas there. Uh, Hector Esparza, what if Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were, were Magneto's kids? Lol. Uh, you won't have to wait. What for, indeed? You won't have to wait too long for that one. That one's gonna oh. be. What if we never actually retconned it? <laughs> yeah, or what if we just retconned it back quickly? And they will. Uh, Pad Pardasha, sorry. Uh, what if Aunt May was killed instead of Uncle Ben? They did that one. Did it they? Was, I think it was called What if Uncle Ben had died in, or uh, lived instead of Aunt May? And basically, the idea is uh, Peter, because it was Aunt May, and it was like a like an old frail woman who was killed. Peter kills the the burglar, mm. and then Ben goes to stop him, and he is and to save Peter from a jail sentence, he basically admits to killing the burglar instead. Oh so shit! Uncle Ben goes to jail, and you get like a like a kind of like Barry Allen dad situation. You beat me to it. I was gonna say yeah. yeah. And so uh, Uncle Ben is in jail, and Peter like is homeless. 
and he just like runs away like he lives off of like stealing from grocery stores at night and ultimately like I think ultimately he becomes Spider-Man um, but and, and Uncle Ben teaches him about great power and great responsibility but like it's silly because Uncle Ben basically decides like we're gonna clean up this city and so Uncle Ben becomes like a microchip where Uncle uh-huh. Ben is driving in the battle van <laughs> And he's like, Peter, there's like Mysterio's attacking the city on 12th. Like, come on. And so basically the idea is that like Peter deals with his responsibility immediately and because Uncle Ben's there to help him. Right. So, he ha- so he's not as quippy or as funny and he's not as neurotic. So he's mm. more willing to like make real decisions the way human beings would where he's like right. I, can't, I can't be a spider-man right now my wife needs me to do something so like he hooks up with that with mary jane and stuff like that like it's it's a whole thing but it, it, it basically is a happy ending oh that's interesting yeah it's cute uh also that's also another one where they dropped the watcher angle it was two nerds in a comic book store who were talking to each other and that's where the narration comes from Ah, and then one of them says like what happens then he goes i don't know what do i look like the friggin watcher her, 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 her. <laughs> And you're like, what the hell's happening here? Uh, what if Ulysses actually mattered in the in the Civil War too? Says Heartless Fang. Good question. Uh, we may never know, Heartless Fang. Yeah, we'll never know. Bendis is gone. No one cares. There's no one interested in playing with Marvel cosmology enough to make Ulysses either a joke or a, a key player. He literally went back to his home planet. Yeah. Grievous-ish, got time to throw in a quick one before work. Only one I've read, but it was pretty good. What if Captain Marvel hadn't died? Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and I don't remember reading that one, but I do remember, like, there's so many. There's, like, hundreds uh, of those. Books. Another idea they played with in Captain Marvel, uh, Carol's Infinity tie-in. She, we basically get to see a universe where she got the cancer instead of the original Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure that was depressing. It was, but it was kind of uplifting, too, because, you know, he's like, oh, you know, you were you were the best of us, Carol. You know, you were such a hero. You're willing to take the blast for me that gave me the cancer. <laughs> yeah. Still cool. Uh, what was it? Jam Call X. What if Super Scroll was good and Marvel was bad and Marvel was bad? Oh, I'm down for that. That is kind of interesting. I, again, as we've said before on this show, scrolls get painted with a really crappy brush, don't they? Yeah, very much so. Uh, and it would be interesting to see like Super Scroll being treated basically like a like a Klingon kind of, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm a warrior that's like forced out of my home world, and what am I gonna do? You know, uh, Terror of Death. I still like Avengers Next Generation movie. I would still like to see more of them in the comics. Let um, Bendis use them in a big bad way, and then you never saw. You did. Uh, Will I am golden? What if Uncle Ben became Captain America? <laughs> I love that idea. That'd be adorable. That is such a great idea, because uh, you could play with the pathos of Spider-Man, of Peter Parker being like, "I can never live up to the legacy of my uncle." Exactly, and you got to wonder too, where it's like, yeah, yeah, that would be something, yeah, where uh, his metaphorical father figure is literally Captain America. Exactly. Um, there were a bunch of the, like, basically every other "What If" was a Spider-Man book, um, so you know. What if uh, what if Peter Parker now I'm just remembering one. What if he stayed as like a wrestler celebrity guy and never became a superhero? Yeah, yeah, that's a fun one. And J. Jonah Jameson like really hated him and tried to take him down through the press and everything and like Daredevil got involved. Exactly. No, that's a cool concept in general. Uh, what was it? The one where uh, it was what if uh, Gwen Stacy had survived? 
Mm. Basically, it flips the script and makes uh, J. Jonah Jameson the big the big villain. Um, uh, Norman and like Harry reconcile. Peter and Gwen <laughs> get married, and then they reveal they give Jonah his information. So like Jonah shows up at the wedding and says like I know you're Spider Man. You're under arrest, and it's just it's it's so Spider Man. It's it's quintessential. It's real easy to make him a villain in stories, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Supermaning. What if the next generation sounds dope? What issue was it? I, it's just the last one from What If. Volume One. Uh, I'll have to look it up. I'll, I'll, I'll try to find it when, while we're talking. But uh, oh crap! There's a great one that has like a crappy foil cover, and it was what if the Hulk killed Wolverine? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Or wasn't it the other way around? What if uh, Wolverine killed the Hulk? There's there's a couple of them, but uh, that but the one I'm talking about is what if Hulk killed Wolverine? And it's like oh. it's just weird, and it involves like stories that I just never friggin' read. Uh, by the way, it was what if uh, one uh, one hundred and fourteen? Mm. What if Secret Wars twenty five years later? Uh, that includes the next generation of heroes. Uh, but yeah, like it was, it was so weird, and the art was like really like gross and interesting. Um, I really dug it, but it was like bizarre. There's also a whole like cottage industry of X Men what ifs that are like, what if blank got the Phoenix Force? <laughs> Oh, yeah. what if Blank didn't die? What if Blank got the Phoenix Force? What if Blank was revived to... Di- like, yeah, no, totally. It's just... Uh, what if Blank led the Blank? <laughs> yeah, what if Gambit was killed by Magneto? Uh, or whatever, I don't remember. No, Marrow. Marrow kills mm. Gambit in some friggin' issue. You're like, Marrow? Get out of here. What if Magneto took over America? Oh, um... There was one like uh, the the X Men Asgardian War. Like, what if the X Men decided to stay in Asgard and become gods? <laughs> and I'm like, that'd be cool. That sounds like a what if. Yeah. Oh, there's one that I got from like a not an estate sale, but like a fan actually gave me their whole entire collection, um, and it included one of these what ifs that I always wanted, which was what if Rogue possessed the hammer of Thor? Oh. And it sucks. <laughs> it's so couldn't d- live. It's not, Couldn't live up to it. Yeah, it's just not interesting. It's like it's just a bunch of crap. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the issue where Wolverine is killed by the Hulk. By the way, it's it's what if number fifty, and it involves like, uh, it involves the adversary in the oh. guise of Nays the Shaman. Okay. The Uncanny X Men number two twenty five. Which is a story that I did not read and is just like bizarre. Um, yeah. That was also the, the era where the Hulk, if he was like hit, if, if he was in the sun, he would turn back into Banner. Right. Like a werewolf. Because <laughs> that. Because that's how it works, even though in the Immortal Hulk now, he seemingly does turn into the Hulk by night, so maybe this one also came to pass. Yeah, and that'd be fine. Like, I guess that's a neat concept you can play with for now. Um, Chad had a good one too. What if Wolverine never did one for Morph? <laughs> they should do like an X Men Avenger or Adventures one where it's like, mm. what if Morph didn't die? Like, what if Beast was killed instead of Morph? Because like Beast didn't <laughs> do anything in the whole show because he went to jail instead. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, let me just look at see. Uh, with the Terror of Death, uh, what if the Cancerverse never happened? Mm. So like, what if uh, like Thanos and Nova didn't die or didn't not die or whatever? 
if Cancerverse didn't happen, we uh, then yeah, Nova would stick around, but then we also wouldn't have gotten a lot of really cool cosmic stories. That's true. Uh, DM0M0 sequel episode where you pitch your own what ifs. I agree. Uh, I mean, we kind of have. We kind of have this. been like over time. It's it's tough. Like I, it would have to be. Like, I really need to, like, generate a couple of really sweet pitches. I tried to write some pitches only to be like, oh, shit, most of these have already happened. That's the thing. Um, There is also, it's funny, like, how many, you mentioned a while back, like, about prominent creators working on books. There was one book that had, like, a, that was unprecedented. Like, nowadays, people are like, I want to do a thing. Like, I want to do a cool, like, what if story. But back in, like, I wanted to say the 80s, like, right after they killed Elektra. Uh, Frank Miller did his, like, Electra died uh, story. He was like, I need to write and draw what if Electra had survived. Mm-hmm. So, like, you basically get an alternate version of the book you read because Frank Miller did the book. And you're like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and by the way, it's solid. What's funny is, like, then he had to resurrect Electra, so, like, he had to kind of go back and undo the cooler idea he had in the story. <laughs> but, you know, whatever, I guess. Um, another one that stands out to me that was one of my one of my absolute favorites was what if the Punisher became Captain America? Oh, which again they kind of did for a minute. Yeah, they did. Oh no, in Civil War when he picks up the mask, I'm like, hey, I remember it's a cool this. Cool suit. Um, basically, just the idea being that like, I think Steve gets like permanently injured in a horrible explosion or something. Yeah, yeah. And so they like Nick Fury and Shield like go to the U.S. government and they're like. Ask, ask Frank Castle. He's basically the be- the best soldier we've got. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's like, no. And so they ask, like, John Jameson and Doc Sampson and uh, a bunch Which of other random people. Which are fun polls. Yeah, and basically we just like, watch them all lose and die. Mm-hmm. And, then, uh, and then Frank's family is killed, so he accepts the job. I would be really interested nowadays with like, you know, everything we've seen with the super soldier serum, especially the stuff from the movies where it's like, oh, it brings out whatever's inside of you to put that in Frank Castle to be like, okay, what's really inside of you? Are you a a murderous, remorseless psychopath or is there actually something worthwhile inside you? Right, exactly. By the way, the the what if uh, Punisher had become Cap? Uh, He is Cap during the day and at night he is the Punisher. <laughs> he just pulls double duty. And people are like and, and so people are like hey Frank what the hell are you doing? Like you have to stop being the Punisher you're freaking out and he's like screw you like no. Can't do it. And then they send uh, Steve Rogers after him. Nice. And Steve Rogers puts on the Captain America suit and like kicks the shit out of Frank. And he's <laughs> like you've gotta be the you've gotta be Captain America and he's like what are you talking about man like you're Captain America and he like reveals that like most of him is cybernetics now like to keep him alive he's right like, Captain America has to be flesh and blood like I yeah. can't I am not Captain America and so can't be more machine than man twisted yeah. evil so Frank decides to be Captain America like he he chooses to do that uh, and Steve becomes the captain in a weird brown suit. It's weird. Um, but it's a fun story. It's great. It's perfect. It's quintessentially what if. Also, the art does, art isn't terrible. That's um, good. Tevia, what if injustice happened in the Marvel Universe? I don't think they would be allowed to do that, but you could definitely no. have something like that. I'm shocked they haven't tried to pitch something like that in a video game or in a digital comic or something. There's something kind of like that going on right now in Marvel 2 and 1. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Where it's civil war, and what if it didn't end? And what if someone else decided to end it? It uh, becomes Road Warrior is what it becomes. It's really cool, so check that one out. Uh, Tales from Island Z, what if Spider-Man villain Salmon was Dream? From <laughs> uh, it's funny. They'd never Again, do I, it now. Uh, I think the legality of that one would be a little hard, but it would be fun to see. It's true. Uh, the Safari Zone, what if Axis never switched back? That one, I'm surprised. Oh. That's a fun one. That's a fun choice where villains stayed good and heroes stayed bad. Exactly. No, I like that idea. Uh, at the very least, to like cut da- cut to later. Um, and we'd have more heroic carnage, which I actually thought was a really fun little diversion there for a bit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he wanted a big, disgusting statue of himself and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, big golden statue with rhinestones that plagues Freebird 24-7. Okay, Cletus. <laughs> I love his redneckiness goes up and down depending on who's writing it. Yeah, like when he was invented, it wasn't nearly, it didn't exist at all. Yeah. And then like over time, they're like, no, let's do it. Let's let's do our own. Let's do another. Let, let's make him more stupid. But his name is Cletus, though. A guy like Cletus would talk like this. You gotta have the stupid voice. Uh, <laughs> hey, Brandine, I got you some new work shoes. <laughs> I can't scuff up the topples dance and run away. Exactly. See, that's the Cletus Cassidy we need. Cletus the slack-jawed yokel carnage. Right? Oh, God. Uh, Jam Call X, what if Absorbing Man lived and became a big hero? Oh, like man. Uh, Red Samurai, what if Spider-Man became an X-Man? Yeah, what if they were uh-huh. like, it's, X, it, it's mutants. He's a mutant, as it turns out. Sure, uh, come hang out at the school. The one that I didn't get a chance to talk about was Mike Waringo's last book, which was what if the new Fantastic Four basically stuck around? Mm. Um, and that was fun and then it was so much fun I was like let's do the sequel on The Good, Bad and Ugly which is a show we do on our channel here uh, which was what if uh, the new Fantastic Four 2 where basically they they the new Fantastic Four which is to say Spider-Man Ghost Rider, Wolverine and uh, uh, the Hulk uh, but they trade out Ghost Rider because he didn't want to write about Ghost Rider um, and made him Iron Man because Iron Man was popular uh, basically, what if they ended uh, Infinity Gauntlet? And oh. I think it's really fun, but they hated it. <laughs> so check out that episode to find out more about that. But, like, yeah, New Fantastic Four 2. Uh, but I did like the other New Fantastic Four 1. Um, but, yeah. Uh, oh! They reminded me of another one, which was what if War Machine had not destroyed the living laser? Oh. This a, okay, so what if was a great entry-level book for a lot of people because, like, I didn't even know who the hell some of these people were. Like, True. when I picked up that book, I didn't know, I like, I had passing familiarity with, with War Machine. I didn't know who the living laser was. <laughs> and the best part of what if War Machine had to destroy or had not destroyed the living laser, it was a choose-your-own-adventure book. Oh, shit. And there were three different endings. Wicked, and I and they were all really fun and satisfying, and you got to do and you and you got to pick your own, and best of all, written by Dan Slott, so it's actually pretty good. Oh wow, um, really really solid one. That does sound cool. I mean, basically, what's it called? Uh, I was gonna say uh, Secret Wars is just a whole bunch of what if series. It really really was, wasn't it? Yeah, the twenty fifteen one. Um, and apparently, you know, apropos the uh, somebody asking about uh, um, what if were there any what ifs that like became a thing? Many. Uh, there's one which was I think like what if Wolverine was Lord of Vampires, <laughs> and in that one it is the it is Doctor Strange inside the body of the Punisher. 
think uh, we saw that in one of those Secret Wars books. We sure did. That was the overrunning thing. Uh, what is that? That he had his soul inside him. Yeah, exactly. So you got that already. Um, Liam Gibbons, what if Doom beat Richards at the end of Secret Wars? Again, where the hell is that one? Uh, I imagine things would get really boring after that. And Mr. Roboto has one for you. What if Cletus and Roy Hopper, Harper should cross uh, over? I like your trucker cap. I like your cut-off dungarees, son. Let's go trucking. <laughs> That'd be the whole story. Yeah. Be, depressing be sure to throw your beer bottles at street signs. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's the, the, the concept of of what if is super fun and, mm-hmm. and a little self-indulgent. You know, it's like, I want to do this. Th- I want to do this and I don't want to deal with continuity. So <laughs> I'm just going to like, tr- and, and I'm going to take bl- glaringly huge leaps in logic to why get not? to my concept. But at the same time, not bad. You get to see yeah. cool things like uh, the Punisher being Venom. Yes, that was another one. That I was a no-brainer. Kurt Busick, so like that's cool too. Like another prominent creator going like, I want to do this. A um, lot of neat ideas. Uh, we will have to do one though, where we just like come up with like dynamite pitches, just like our top five pitches. Absolutely, it, it's harder than I think. I came up with a couple here. I'm just like, and I have no idea where I go from outside the pitch. Yeah. Oh, before we go, I do want to remember the uh, the what if no one was watching the Watcher. Mm-hmm. There's a huge story in which, God, I think it's Eternity, I don't remember, but basically for Galactus's crimes, he is he is transformed into a human <laughs> and stranded on Earth, right? Okay, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's a neat idea. You could actually do that story, right? Like that's Galactus a pretty is solid now pitch. in the body of a person. It's Elvis. Oh. And he lands in Graceland. Oh. And he is found by a huge Elvis fan, like this girl. <laughs> and so, and his his Galactus hunger never stops. So he's just constantly eating cheeseburgers. Eating peanut butter and banana fried sandwiches. Right. And so the idea is that, like, he, he basically Elvis returns. Right. And then Adam Warlock shows up, and he's like, uh, "You, a great wrong has been done to you." And he like gives him his memories back, and he's <sighs> like, "You can choose to be the the devourer of worlds, or you can stay here and be the king." And then he does. Of course he does, because everyone everyone wants to be the king. And then. The Watcher is like, well, that's it for this episode of What If. And while I am, because like it ends with the with with Galactus Elvis playing a song. Or doing a concert, the watcher is at the concert and he's turning to the camera and he says, "Like from now on, I want to be known as the listener because he's listening <laughs> to the freaking show." You're like, "This is really dumb." How much was this issue? What did I blow on this issue? $2, yeah, really. Damn it. Yeah, I was gonna say if I bought that back in the day. Yeah, I <laughs> like. There's one in the chat. It's not a super chat, but I won't. But I just won't have to read it. What if Joel and Matt stayed at Comicast? <laughs> Man, uh, things would be very different, is what they would be. For all involved. For everybody. You might not be getting this show right now. Who knows? Yeah. No. Uh, also, I might not even be podcasting anymore. I might have gone back to school and gotten a real job. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that being said, I guess we should. Do you have any other one, favorite ones that you want to mention before we wrap up? Uh, again, a, another one from the chat there. So much Southern Joel today. Yeah, agreed, Flashpool. That would be one of Joel was from the South. <laughs> it would probably be exactly like this, just more silly voices. It'd be very similar. <laughs> you just you would own a truck. 
Yeah. Hey, Sal, you know what? Well, we're going to talk about them what if stories today. Man, I sure do love them. I feel like this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> As it stands, it's still pretty great. Well, oh, I'll take the Canadian, you. Joel. <laughs> oh, thanks, E. <laughs> um, yeah, we, 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 I would do, we would, I would never have gone to Fan Expo, certainly. Yeah, that would have been something. I'm surprised no one mentioned that. What if Joel lived in Jersey? Uh, I imagine there'd be way more crossovers between Comic Pop and Cape Joel. Oh, no doubt. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you lived in Jersey, you, you would have just moved here. I mean, uh, I'd be I'd be eating more pork roll and visiting more diners. This is very true. Uh, and the terror of death is super chat, which we will address at the end of the show. So we want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us and watching. And we will see you guys next time with another episode of the Elseworlds Change. Thank you so much for Joel for joining me, and we'll see you guys. Oh, next. Always a pleasure. Uh, bye bye. Bye bye.